Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome. I am so excited that you are with me today. We are about to launch an incredible series that is sure to impact you in powerful ways. My guest this week and for the rest of August is James Redfield, and we are going to be going through the 12 insights related to the Celestine prophecy. This is a time where more than ever, so many people are seeking to wake up, to get into alignment, to figure out what to do with all the space and time that we have had as our world seems to be in flux and life has completely changed. And so in this series, what the intention is, is to open you up to the way that life actually works, not the way that you've been taught, not the ways in which we've been conditioned, not even the way in which the world appears, but another dynamic that exists All of the time, we simply need to tap into it. And once you begin to, you will start to discover a presence and a power within you that is co-creating with this outer world that we have. And the insights that James is going to dive into over the next four episodes really provides the foundation and the information to help you step-by-step anchor more deeply into these Uh, mythical and archetypal uh, energies that are here that are very real and very present for you. James Redfield is the author of The Celestine Prophecy, which uh, went worldwide after being self-published and uh, and is published in a number of languages, has been read by so many people around the world over the years, and has been re-released now with a new uh, ending Uh, piece that addresses millennials in particular because it has uh, come to a resurgence in the way it is being read. Millennials have picked up this book and they're passing it on to their children so that they also can step into these various insights and have a deeper understanding of how we can operate in the world, how we can truly be, and how we can be the change that we truly do desire to see, especially amidst all of the things that are taking place. You can find out about James Redfield, his uh, Celestine online community, his books, his beautiful, beautiful books that he has written, and all that he is endeavoring upon if you will go to his website, celestinevision.com. So without further ado, I'd love to dive right in. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the first three insights so that you can create a foundation upon which to build as we move through the month going through the 12 insights. So welcome, James. It is an honor and a pleasure to have you here. I'm very grateful to go through this series and for you to take the time and the space each week to share your wisdom, your knowledge, and your presence in in this powerful information that can be so supportive to individuals at this time. Would you paint the picture of where we are in the world today and why really understanding these 12 insights can be so supportive and helpful to people in this state. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, it's uh, so much fun to talk about this. It's 
something that uh, really is inspiring uh, at a personal level uh, because, uh, you know, life is challenging right now. And as we, as, as we have this conversation, it's uh, many, many people are still shut down uh, economically. Uh, there's a lot of pain because of that. Um, uh, there, there's, of course, issues as, as to whether that was really necessary. Uh, but we have to uh, we have to live with that where we are. So there's a lot of uh, introspection going on right now, you know, and it just it just amplifies where we are in human in in the history of human progress, you know, the human history of human awareness about life. Um, because uh, you know, we're in my view, it's a special time in the world. Uh, because we have three generations, huge generations, that are coming uh, into this discussion about whether there's uh, a spiritual reality in this world, uh, what does it feel like, uh, how does it uh, help us in life, you know, uh, life doesn't have to be so hard, uh, when we come at uh, trying to figure out how to uh, create in this world, uh, you know, we have help with that. And it's it's uh, nothing less than little tiny miracles once you explore enough. And uh, so we have these this huge discussion going on uh, among these genera- big, huge generations. And, and, you know, and everybody's at, different, at, a, at a place, a special place right now to ask the larger questions about life. Uh, the baby boomers getting older, looking to leave a legacy, you know, wanting to help the world in some manner as they use their wisdom they've acquired to help to help uh, uh, the understanding of of younger generations. Uh, so they're asking the question: How can I do that? You know, how well, how can I up my creativity? And then you have millennials, the children of uh, of baby boomers who are likewise reaching a key age where every generation starts to ask the larger questions. You know, it's that key age of 38 to 40 where, you know, you've, you've had uh, uh, success in, in, in income. You've, you know, you've learned how to uh, keep uh, families and and children stable and and to uh, learn to parent um, and but you but at this level you ask okay I've done all that and that's very uh, stressful to get to a place where we've kind of mastered that but what's what they ask what this huge generation at this age is asking right now is what I really want to do with my life. What you know, I sense, we all sense some some special truth or something that we came into the world to help with. Uh, so they're searching at, at, and asking the larger questions. And then, of course, the children of millennials, uh, the older children of millennials, are are looking straight at college, rushing toward them. How do you know? And they're wondering, how do I uh, pursue an education without? Uh, being thousands of dollars in debt. How? What is education? How, how do I open up and build skills for 
life and really know what's going on in life. So we've got this special time in the world where uh, there's so many people asking this question. And also, there's uh, there's the situation of that that there's more meditating going on in the world right now than ever has before. So consciousness, and this raises kind of self-awareness and consciousness and uh, the ability to explore these higher questions. So all in all, we're reaching out and we're exploring. Now, this is happening just as a hundred-year search around asking these questions. I call it, and it's been called, the... the uh, Human potential movement, and it was it started uh, with Carl Jung, who broke away from Sigmund Sigmund Freud, the father of psychoanalysis, uh, to uh, to bring, take uh, helping the helping services uh, to, and the idea of human growth to uh, into the spiritual realm. So there is a spiritual dimension to life. Uh, and there's been a huge discussion about what that is. How do we live? How do we become uh, self-actualized, this dream we all have of something to contribute to the world? How, how, do we, uh, how do we pursue it? Do we get help spiritually? You know, how does all that work? Uh, and I believe this is a discussion among uh, theologians, uh, uh, you know, mystics, individuals. Uh, teachers, therapists, uh, all the people who look into the nature of life and what's really important, it, you know, for a hundred years now, and, and, the, and there are conclusions we're reaching. We know what it feels like to tune in to the spiritual dimension in life. Uh, we know how to uh, open up to a kind of helping in, uh, intuitive intelligence and build that. We know that... Uh, Mysterious coincidences uh, uh, happen, uh, and we're helped in very mysterious ways if we tune into that and begin to expect it. So this is what we're talking about, a kind of flow, kind of openness that we can practice and acquire about life uh, at this moment in history easier than ever before. And what we'll be talking about, of course, is the steps into this, and I call it consciousness. But it's, there's nothing uh, hard to understand about any of it. It's just understanding how much help we get, how to get that help, uh, and the nature of this world and the real nature spiritually of, of, of how to master this world and find our highest creativity. I really appreciate, James, how you painted the picture of where we are today and, and how this is something that... Uh, has been ongoing, and there is a rhythm to life. As you were talking about that moment in time that people start to really ask those questions, that 38 to 40, I went back to my own uh, search. And when that began, and I was 40 years old, and I had started asking those questions of why am I here, and what is it for, and why is there pain, and all of those questions that start to surge through the mind that begin uh, that look both externally and internally in terms of what's got to change. Is it the outside? Is it the inside? And someone helped me, which is what I did. I asked for help. I asked for a sign. And I started getting what I called in my first book, 
conversations with the universe, signs, symbols, and synchronicities left, right, and center. And so it is beautiful and magical and synchronistic in itself that the very first insight that we will be diving into that you will be sharing with us is exactly that, to notice the synchronicity. Talk about how that starts showing up and what that means for us as we start to ask those questions about life. Well, the yeah, the first one, and this is a revelation, Ron. It's 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 a kind of uh, uh, insight that into life itself that builds energy, and, and I call that energy inspiration, uh, inspiration energy. So because it's it recalls what it is we want to do in the world, uh, and so, but it's the perception of synchronicity. You know, that's the first understanding of how the real world works. Real world works. There's synchronicity that comes, that happens in our lives. And what I mean by synchronicity, and this was, this is a term coined by uh, Dr. Carl Jung. You know, when he broke with Freud and and started to introduce spiritual realities in life, he talked about synchronicities, and that's. Uh, nothing more than the experience of mysterious coincidences, right? Coincidences, you know, these things happen to us, and we go, "Wow, that that you know." I was just thinking about changing careers uh, uh, and becoming a teacher, and I'm on a bus, and right behind me is a retired teacher, given all the secrets of how to how to really teach. So, is that just an accident? You're right. Um, there are certain materialist skeptics who want us to think that was an accident, you know. But, or was it help? Was it help that the world is handing to us because we wanted to make that journey into another career? So this is what I'm talking about, you know. Uh, it, in uh, in our examples, the person, you know, turns around and uh, just, you know, somehow it starts a conversation with that person, then... What happens is the fullest moment of synchronicity where you, you know, the, what's shared is life changing and, and is a sign that it's, yeah, it's time to make that move into the new career of teaching. So these mysterious coincidences occur regularly, okay? And once we know the working parts of the world, really, um, we uh, amplify that inspiration energy, and we start to get uh, each each what I call insights that could be understandings of how the world really works. Uh, but it begins all begins with this first insight where uh, uh, we know that we're given help because we we don't think that was by accident that uh, that we, when we have those experiences we we. You know, we know that it was meaningful because it elevated a kind of path that we want to get on, and suddenly uh, our, we're on our journey uh, toward the kind of creativity uh, we want to have. Uh, so it's a it's a matter of uh, perception, matter of uh, not discard, discounting these kinds of um, coincidences, but to explore them fully to get the real. Uh, a point of the synchronicity uh, in terms of uh, uh, help going in one direction or another in our lives. 
Absolutely. And when I began noticing the synchronicities that were showing up in my life, I started to wonder if life was having a conversation with me, if I was actually having that conversation with the universe. And I began to realize that if that's the case, it takes two. And it takes that willingness from us back to then be inspired or be more curious or ask more questions. When the synchronicities occur for people, what do you suggest that they do next? What is that step within them that has to take place to begin to open them further to more synchronicities and also to move towards the second insight? Well, uh, you know, the the key is to uh, explore the synchronicity. This, In our example, the, just the fact that there's this teacher behind us on the bus talking about uh, the secrets to a career with, that we're thinking about joining or, or moving into. So that's the fact of the synchronicity. But there's also information and opportunity in these moments. So we have to be bold. In other words... You know, you see somebody, uh, see, see this information coming, you know, it's almost always from people directly or something that we're reading on the Internet or uh, it's all, uh, you know, it's always usually humans are giving us this synchronicity. So what, you know, the, the what we have to do is be bold, and that means strike up the conversation. You know, and some some areas of the uh, the world are easier. It's easier to do that, and in other places it's not. Um, but it, uh, we're called on to, to to try to figure out how to get into a conversation with a person that we think may be offering us with a really in depth opportunity or synchronicity. Uh, so that conversation on the bus might uh, evolve into uh, a dinner, a longer dinner somewhere, uh, really exploring teaching uh, and, and maybe even getting uh, more in-depth secrets of, of how to do it and, uh, the, and, you know, just the philosophy of it. And, uh, or a person might be a principal that has a job wait, ready and waiting, right? Uh, so... Uh, those are the kinds of explorations that uh, expand into opportunities, not just information that's giving us something, but opportunities. So we don't want to miss them, so we have to be bold. The other thing we have to do is um, make sure, and this is, this is, is a, a key difficulty for a lot of people, and that is we have to find the silver lining in every event. So that when we're challenged by, you know, life, you know, setbacks happen in life. We get shut down economically because of a a, uh, a controversial uh, uh, pandemic, uh, or or we we you know there are tragedies. Tragedies happen, and we're not we're not trying to explain why the tragedies happen here. We're just trying to. Uh, make it a uh, make it into something that we can still go uh, uh, forward with on our journey. Uh, when I was first uh, uh, creating my own company to, to uh, publish uh, Selfing Prophecy, uh, I had an investor who pulled out right in the middle of it. You know, trying to spend all his money on you know, printing books and 
publicity, and so my investor pulled right out. And uh, I thought, wow, does this mean I shouldn't do this? Is this a brick wall telling me not to do this? Uh, but what I found out later, uh, what I did was I, 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 I moved forward enough, and I got, I got uh, investment support, um, and, and I later found out that, that my original investor was a crook. You know, he's, he was he's someone uh, that it would have been it would have been a disaster had he continued to be uh, invested in this project. So we have to find the silver lining so that so that even the hardest things we can find something to learn from, something to extend our ability, even if it's just how to how to cope and accept setbacks in life because you know they they're going to happen and we the key is moving finding the guidance and 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 how we adjusted to that uh as a step forward in our journey so those are the the basic two things to keep it going but the, the the other thing the last thing i'll mention is that we have to get we have to understand the rest of the way the world works because the more we understand, and there's just 12, in my view, there's just 12 understandings about how this, the world works spiritually um, that are needed to, to completely optimize our, our lives and, and, and boost the number of synchronicities that are coming in and the, and the level of inspiration energy we can maintain most of the time. Uh, so that's, And when you that's were... It. when. When you were talking about that and looking for those silver linings, what you what you were saying is is the word you mentioned before, and that was perception or perspective um, to stay in a place where we're willing to see in a more open way, in a more positive way, in a, a more receptive way in regard to life. Many people will face their fears and their doubts or their old programming as they move through this process and this transition into embracing uh, the synchronicities that are coming up. And all of it is a choice. It's a choice as to whether we listen to the school teacher that was talking and realize that that was a synchronicity, or it is a choice to stay in the area that we are. How do people move into that place where they have that confidence and they have that grounding and, and, and more sure footing uh, to be able to move forward from their doubts and their fears? Well, first of all, uh, to, you know, to accept this idea that we have help in life, because we're awakening, you know, this is a huge awakening uh, from a materialistic sleep where people pretend they're not even moral. You know, they they pretend that uh, life is just this ordinary thing that we do, and we try to maximize how much fun we have and the vacations we take, keep everybody safe. You know, and postponing the idea that hey, one day, uh, you know, you'll 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 realize that that life is spiritual. You know, if you believe in an afterlife, it's gonna you know you're gonna make that transition sometime. Now, what this does. This this brings out the heroism, you know, the heroism of coming into uh, into this sort of consciousness. But remember, what we're talking about in these understandings are are are, are getting into a flow 
Once we in, integrate uh, these understandings, uh, we're in a flow of synchronicity and high inspiration energy. That's our birthright. You know, we're just figuring out, the human race is just figuring out how to really do this, uh, to to leave this materialistic life is ordinary and the universe is a dead universe and all we can do is just beat out a living somehow in it and try to have fun. You know, that works uh, for a lot of people for uh, for a time. But as you get older, you realize, hey, life goes on. You have you have uh, relatives that have departed. This is a, yeah, we're coming in here to learn and give for a limited uh, uh, amount of time. So, you know, don't just, you know, try to preoccupy yourself, sorry, um, even more to try to forget about all this and, and open up to the positive gifts you have in life because what happens is that in these insights, you open up to a quiet self that has intuitive information, and that's part of the the, the help we get. You know, the divine uh, within us uh, uh, is connected to our intuitive intelligence, and we get guidance on how to how to uh, be super creative and moves to make, and that makes even more synchronicity happen. And we also get premonitions. People are not supposed to be this unlucky in life. We I'm going to pause you right there, James, so that we can go to a commercial break. My guest today is James Redfield. He is the author of The Celestine Prophecy and a number of other books. We are going through a series, a four-part series through the month of August, where we delve into the 12 insights that are uh, James Redfield's life's work. You can find out more about him at CelestineVision.com. That's CelestineVision.com. That website is in the bio description below. We will be right back after these messages with more insight of James Redfield. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, 
greater fulfillment and life purpose, the 1111 Mastermind community inspires, empowers, guides, and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. What are the signs, the symbols, the synchronicities that are showing up in your life? If you take a breath and take a moment, there are things that have taken place, people that have spoken, or situations that have occurred in your life where you can step forward in a more powerful way. These synchronicities are coming out of experiences where if you look at the silver lining, you will find that there are gifts and there are pathways forward in places that you thought there were not. Is the world there to support you? Is it just a random happening that's going on? Or is there more to life than what you have once thought? My guest today is James Redfield, and we are discussing the 12 insights from his series of the Celestine Prophecy. He has written numerous books, and they've been published in a number of different languages. He has a community that is starting to develop, a Celestine online community that you can tap into if you sign up for his newsletter at his website, CelestineVision.com. This four-part series delves into the insights Uh, within each episode so you can follow one right after the other and help to build your own ladder of consciousness as you start to decipher what is going on in your world and how to tap into a more spiritual sense of how life works. Uh, James, when we went to the commercial break, you were talking about the synchronicity and how some things also come in as premonition. Uh, And I want you to complete that thought before we move into insight number two. Well, um, the big picture of this is that we get more and more help as we tune in to uh, what is our birthright, which is to open up to spiritual connection as a kind of opening of consciousness. Uh, Now, that really means that we just get clear about what we're doing, and we become the center of our own movie. We're, we're the, the hero of our own movie unfolding. We're not a bit player in somebody else's movie. And, and that kind of centeredness, and don't worry, you don't have to get a, give up your relationships for that. You know, it, you can have your centeredness. Um, and that centeredness then gets, gets larger and larger. So you're the center of your movie. You get these guiding intuitions. This is what will be the result of all that we're going to tell you in the series. Uh, life 
goes better. Life goes easier. Uh, it's not the world is, is, is designed for us to get into alignment with how the world is really uh, designed. Uh, and it's not hard. It's very simple. Uh, so, but this, the, the idea of having uh, these uh, magical moments of synchronicity, of meaningful coincidences helping you, um, is uh, moves right into the second elevation. And this is a, a, a different, a second elevation of what I call inspiration energy or consciousness, in which you realize, oh my goodness, all of history. All the progress that humanity has made, all of the contributions and all the working parts of everything that has happened that's good and and uh, and, and helping and and clarifying uh, about life, all those uh, <clears throat> great moments of progress in humanity where we went from uh fighting uh you know killing each other and and in warring tribes all the way to a demo, uh, the invention of demo- democracy you know that was a big synchronicity somebody came up with and presented to the world hey we don't have to fight with swords we can have democracy so yeah, there there's millions of moments like that and it it what you realize is what pushes human human progress forward is people listening to their synchronistic guidance and understanding that they're being guided to make a contribution, which means we're all here to make a contribution. And it will come to us. It's not like we have to think it up out of whole cloth. It's going to come through synchronicities and an ongoing clarity. And once we see that is the real history of the world. You know, well, and I think that inventions. That's important, think, and that, that's an elevation of Yes, and I think that it's so easy when we are tapping into mass consciousness or we're getting caught up with what's on television or in the news or being spoken about in our you know, little neighborhood group to get bogged down into the density and the, the darkness or uh, the different pieces that are being talked about in that current moment of time. But when we are willing to uh, either make the choice to see that life is just this kind of crapshoot that we're dealt, where we just have to figure out each day and try to get through it, or look at life in a different way as if we are part of a very grand web that is weaving itself and weaving us as we move along, then things really shift in terms of not only seeing the world, but in expressing ourselves and our own creative capacity in that world. Talk a little bit about that spiritual design that the world has. Well, you know, once we look at history, again, especially when it gets to Carl Jung breaking from Freud because his synchronicity was guiding him to a more spiritual approach to the helping services, and how we help each other in general. Uh, yeah, a hundred years of that conversation, which which uh, anybody can start to look at, um, is yeah, that's 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 the highlight of the second uh, uh, insight. But it's also a calling, right? 
you know, when we're when we're real young, immature, we just live in the, the social life of other people our age, right? We just kind of live at the surface of reality, uh, and we we can fall prey to materialistic. Um, let's just say a kind of a kind of a dark manipulation that. happens in the world where people live to have power over other people. So there's a dark side all the time. So when you, when you think of what we're, we're talking about, like a big contribution everybody has to make, well, that's, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's been dreamed everywhere. You know, uh, you know, there's a, there's a, uh, you know, the, uh, well, just in America, the American dream. Uh, now, but they're, uh, there's also this force that says, well, forget your dream. Let me tell you what to do and how to be politically correct and all that. So we have to, uh, you know, we have to get on the side of the people that want us to be most creative, that with most freedom uh, of expression and creativity. And what happens is that it, and especially when it starts to be uh, led by consciousness, a divine consciousness, then everything opens up to help everybody in the world to, uh, you know, this, it's this big coordinated thing where people find this tuning in uh, so that they are guided into their best creativity in the world. As long as they don't have to uh, have their vision narrowed, uh, it's, a, it's a kind of uh, world where everything uh, turns to giving, as we'll see, because the uh, uh, the second insight, this the sense that there we are all called to action, we have this thing that we really want to get done in in the world. We have to look at how what holds us back from that. Uh, how do we get into that flow? And one of the main things is uh, karma. Which uh, you know, people call you know the karma. That's you know, bad karma. People say what goes around comes around, meaning uh, the bad people that they've known uh, are suddenly confronted with the same kind of uh, power tripping that they do. Uh, so, uh, but what 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 we're understanding and what the I think the human potential movement hundred years of this talking about the karmic design, is that we figured out, and there's a conclusion now, about what this karmic design is. And it's very, very interesting uh, because it's all centers around helping. And it appears that the world has this way of balancing itself out, that even though we think we might be controlling things, uh, a lot of these events that are taking place in the world are simply that pendulum that keeps swinging back and forth to balance out what is called karma. And and we are peace and a part of that. In a sense, we, we too are the synchronicity in many of, of these events, wouldn't you think? Absolutely. So what, you know, it's important to understand that this is very simple. It's not, you know, you're not having to listen, read, tomes of books on Eastern mysticism to understand karma. Karma can be proved to oneself to work around the idea of helping. And it works this way. 
And again, uh, you know, if you, you ask any shopkeeper who's had a long, successful business, you know that the secret, and they'll tell you, go ask them, what's the secret? Helping your customers, even to the extent you send them to some other store to get what they want. It's helping that makes people stop. You know, the, the, the store lights up. Uh, and the traffic goes by and says, well, something about that store. I think I'll stop there. This is what I'm talking about. If you help, if you become a helper, and this is across the spectrum, you can help people with just energy, uplift them, cheer them up, all that. Or you can help people by uh, uh, helping them with a problem. Uh, Or you can deliver a synchronicity to them, something that uh, that gets them to say, oh, my God, I needed to hear that. This is just what I needed to talk about. And here's how that happens. If you're a helper, you draw into yourself, in, into yourself more helpers, generally, which means more people giving you synchronicity so your life flows, right? But if if you concentrate on uh, asking and and what that all that is is trying to tune into your intuitive intelligence. Um, and again, we're going to talk about in the fifth step how you we do that. There's a proven way to do this. But once you tune into your uh, intuitive intelligence, something will come to you. And it's not the urge to just tell somebody what to do. Uh, you know, that's sometimes too egoic. Uh, what it usually is that you share something that happened in your life and how you handled it. And if if you tune in and that some episode in your life uh, comes to you, you've got to again. How do you how do you weave it into the con- uh, into the uh, conversation? It's very uh, uh, interesting how people learn to do that. But uh, that's key. You know, I don't know why, but I'm I, I'm thinking of this, I, and uh, maybe I'm supposed to tell you this, and you offer it. You just. Blurt it out. Here's what happened to me and how I handled it. So many times, the person will say, oh, my God, I needed to hear that, like I mentioned. I needed to hear it. It's a synchronicity. And even if they don't even know what synchronicities are, it's a message to me. Oh, my God. And that's what giving a synchronicity to to a person is. You tune in to what your higher intelligence, and that, again, uh, as we're going to talk about down the road, is is you're tapping into, you know, your uh, uh, divine mind, the divine force that um, is behind this world, right? And it opens up your, that's how, that's how people get smart, you know? That's how people sound, start to sound like they know what they're talking about. That's, that's why people get, uh, self-confident with their message. You know, you're you're not relying on the ego to always be right and think of what to say and be charming at the same. You know, you don't, that's the ego. That's that's the part of us that takes control of life. And there's a part of you know the role for that. But what you really want to get is when ideas just uh, come to you. To, and what to do and how to do it. You you know, you're logical. You don't go off the deep end with anything. 
but you get into a flow of this. Now, all this is set up by good karma. So what if you aren't a giver? What if you're a taker? Now, taker, for you know, it may be unconscious. You know, you, uh, we're going to talk about control dramas and controlling other people because it's a kind of way to dominate, and we feel uplifted by the joint energy, and the other person feels lowered, maybe. So we'll understand all that. Uh, but for now... It, you've just got a sense that are you doing everything in a, in in the other person's best interest, right? Are you lying about what they need to buy from you? Are you uh, controlling people subtly, as I mentioned, control dramas? Are you intentionally in a world of manipulation because of the corporation you're working for, and you can't be even be honest, much less authentic in the and what you know, you're there. And what you're talking about, James, is us living lives that are more authentic, mastering ourselves, uh, moving up the spiral of personal growth. Because these situations, these, these synchronicities, understanding that the world has a spiritual design and encountering our karma, it's not something that we check off a list and get past. It, it's probably something that we revisit again and again and again. But every time these things happen, we discover a deeper layer of ourselves but experience a higher level of living. And it's important to understand that, you know, when we get to the shift. Uh, understanding or insight, um, it's it's how to clear from those habits of taking. Uh, and so the world, that's what really, if you if, if you point to one thing, that's what the, the one thing that holds the world back, that holds us as individuals back. Because we think, we start defending ourselves, uh, you know, at least by middle school, we know all the control dramas and we know how to put people down because they're trying to put us down. That's, you know, that's where we, that's what's wrong with the world. And what we're learning now is a simple way. It's the key way. It's the real way to get in harmony with the design of the world, especially karma, so that we don't have to play those games. We can stay authentic. Uh, we have uh, gotten control of these emotional states that over overrun us, uh, and we do that by tuning in, contemplation, uh, enough alone time with ourselves so that the quiet space within us uh, opens up. We can sit alone with ourselves without other emotions coming up, uh, and and when we practice that. Uh, what happens is that, again, this shifts us into, uh, you know, the world, you know, we're at the center of our movie. Uh, we're opening up to the journey that we want to take individually in the world. So, uh, you know, it's it's a gradual process. We have to practice things to get in alignment with the world. Uh, but the key one, uh, a key one, uh, that we have to uh, get under control is taking from other people dominating other people or not looking out for the best interests of other people because that, all that does is slow our own synchronistic uh, uh, moments of inspiration down, way down. But everybody has them. You know, they bust through all that, and it's to show us the life that is 
uh, uh, possible on the other side of our old habits. James, that taking quality can be so subtle. It can be truly subtle, and it can be completely unconscious often because we have been taught in certain ways or we've just succumbed to how life operates or uh, we we follow the crowd, whether it comes to marketing or social media or uh, politics or however anything is done, commerce, and we just kind of ride the wave that exists do you have any suggestions for how individuals tap into or can understand some of the subtleness of taking or the subtleness of how they're creating that karma? Um, because it's not that the world is, is beating us up because of something that we've done. That karma is something that we are creating and, and having come to us, in a sense, also as a sign as to where we need to evolve or become more authentic in our living? Well, you know, look, it's it's really about stepping back and and pursuing a kind of higher consciousness and, and giving up the ways we control other people or, or try to fight back against people trying to control us. And we can do that when we tune into a higher self. That's what Carl Jung was telling Freud. He was saying, listen, you can't just retrain your ego. You know, you have to replace that ego self with this uh, this higher consciousness, higher spiritual connection, it, and your freedom will be given to you. It's there. It's we're wired for it. And I would just mention the enneagram, uh, and that's spelled E N N E A G R A M enneagram. Okay, it's a uh, it's a symbol. Uh, that came in in the, the uh, early 20th century. Uh, people have talked about how to, and it's it's a typology. And before you re- react to being typed, it's it's a uh, it's a really fascinating structure of, of of that we're one of nine types. I think that's really, I think they're really nine gifts, but we misuse them in a particular way. So if you're having trouble, uh, you know, finding, you know, moving past your control dramas or your, uh, your coping devices or your, uh, tendencies to be preoccupied in a a certain way that it's all explained in the psychodynamics that are being talked about right now in the Enneagram. Now, if you Google the Enneagram, you'll get the phone book. But just basically, you have to type yourself because it's a self-growth mechanism. It's what my next book is going to be about. But it's a fast way to move past those bad habits because, you know, it's so funny because each of us, each each of our types, whichever one we choose for ourselves, or we think we are, you know, it's it's a, it's a humorous look at how we distort the very gift we have in the world to bring to the world. And uh, uh, so it's predictive. You'll recognize it in yourself once you find the type you think you are, and uh, there are tests to take. Uh, I would say that's, that's, that's a, t- a simple way that just comes to me that will soon be, and that's the way I'll talk about it in the book, is... Uh, 
is that it's a simple way to understand yourself. You have to know yourself so you know, and you can kind of step back and see the, all those behaviors coming up in yourself, uh, whether it's a perfectionism or it's uh, over-intellectualism or it's a, it's a uh, 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 being hurt by the things we think other people, by the way we think other people don't support us. That's a habit. You know, and sometimes it's just kind of made up in our minds. So uh, there are all kinds of, but there's nine different ways we sort of uh, seek power over other people uh, with these defenses, and we argue uh, for ourselves when we don't have to. The the, the spiritual consciousness is waiting uh, because we're wired for it. So uh, intention is important too. Prayer intention, you know, intend to break through what's holding you back, you think, and break through to this world of spiritual connection and inner guidance that you test out for yourself logically. Uh, you'll find, you'll prove it to yourself that you, you can trust your intuitions. Um, so uh, all that is included uh, once we understand the nine ways the world really works. To create this new worldview, we must understand and live in alignment with the universe's karmic design. We begin to fulfill the latest discoveries of quantum physics. And as we open up to synchronicity and intuitive guidance, we realize that we, in fact, share minds with one another and the divine. I invite you to open to the synchronicity in your life over the next week as you wait for the second episode in this series with James Redfield. Start to realize all of the synchronicity that is showing up and take the steps of inspiration that those synchronicities are guiding you upon. As you do so, realize that the world has a spiritual design and that your step is to get into alignment and more authenticity to release the karma that has been built up. Join us next week with James Redfield as we go into Insights 4, 5, and 6 as you start to ground into these 12 beautiful insights that are his life's work in his books, specifically starting with the Celestine Prophecy. If you have not picked up that book and read it, I urge you to, along with his others. You can also find out more about him at CelestineVision.com. Sign up for his newsletter, and you'll find out more about his incoming online community that you can be a part of. Until next week, as we continue this beautiful series on Insights and Abilities with James Redfield, I am Simran. In love, of love, with love, and as love, be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simran next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.